is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And we are back. So I'm Melissa Fuchs. I'm your legal correspondent slash lawyer. And I'm about to give you a quickie about uh, the Supreme Court halting President Obama's clean power plan. Although I should note uh, this quickie, um, I wrote this before the late breaking and developing news about Justice Scalia's death. And definitely that could have an outcome uh, to what may happen with this, which I will address, I guess, at the end, since I did not include it uh you know, originally. So uh, what happened this week? The Supreme Court actually halted President Obama's clean power plan for restricting emissions from coal fired power plants. The court's decision is basically a quote unquote stop work order. Uh, States had been creating draft plans to sharply cut emissions so that electric utility companies could use these plans in deciding what changes they would need to make to comply with the president's clean power plan. Now, all of the states can freeze work until those plans till uh, of those plans until at least 2017 when the Supreme Court makes a final decision. So how did we get here? Well, last August, the Environmental Protection Agency, or the EPA, announced one of President Obama's landmark achievements to combat climate change. That was known as the Clean Power Plan. The Clean Power Plan is based on the Clean Air Act, which gives the federal government very broad authority to regulate carbon emissions, among other types of emissions, from power plants. The key, the sorry, the plan is a key part of Obama's goal of reducing greenhouse gas emissions overall and is also directly linked to the Paris Accords on climate change that just occurred back in December. The Supreme Court has previously held in many other cases that the federal government has broad rulemaking authority with respect to the EPA rules in several other cases, and the president was using this authority in order to enact his plan. After the plan was announced, 27 states sued the president and the federal government and the EPA to stop what they called a quote-unquote federal power grab and Obama's quote-unquote war on coal. Malarkey. Many of these states depended on heavy on coal fired plants for their power. And of course, many of these states are run by Republican governors who guess what? They don't believe in climate science. So aside from the obvious reasons why they are mad, the other reason why they were mad is that the plan required these states to make major cuts in greenhouse gas emissions from their electricity producers over the next few years by aggressively setting out state by state goals. And they felt that this was an infringement on their state sovereignty and that it would lead to the closing of power plants would lead to the loss of jobs of people living in their state. Who supported the order and who opposed it? As I already mentioned, 27 states, many corporations, no surprise there, um, and many industry groups, also uh, no surprise there, had requested the stay, seeking to block the EPA from influencing energy policy in these states. On the other hand, 18 states actually opposed the request for the stay. They said that the delay would compound the harm from climate change, lead to more severe storms, wildfires, and droughts. Uh, Why... Is the issuing, why is the issuing of this stay a surprise? Well, it's actually unprecedented. The Supreme Court has never before placed a stay on a regulation before there has been any lower court legal review by a federal appeals court. Some legal experts say that that sends a strong signal that the court would likely overturn the rule. Of course, this was before Justice Scalia died yesterday. That may change. Um, This order is formally known as a quote unquote temporary injunction. But unlike many other temporary injunctions, it actually lacks an 
lacks an expiration date, which is also very unusual in the legal realm. According to environmental groups, that lack of expiration date is not only unusual, but it will also encourage corporations to pursue frivolous and expensive lawsuits against the government in order to try and extend the ruling indefinitely in the hopes of a Republican becoming president who will do away with Obama's clean power plan altogether. How does this ruling affect the ability of the U.S. to make good on its emission reduction pledge from the Paris Accords? Well, according to climate diplomats, the decision could weaken or it could imperil the international global accord reached in Paris because the cornerstone of that agreement was President Obama's assurance that the United States would carry out strong policies to significantly cut U.S. carbon emissions. If the rule is eventually overturned, it will keep the U.S. from meeting its commitments in Paris and climate diplomats from other countries, namely India and China, have already expressed concerns that this could unravel and their terms of the Paris Accords. What this means is if the U.S. cannot meet its commitments under the accord, other countries such as India and China will probably back out as well because they will say that if the U.S. can't meet their obligations, why should we meet ours? And then the entire agreement would fall apart, which would be a disaster in dealing with climate change. When will we get a final decision? Well, first, the federal federal appeals court needs to hear oral arguments. That's the lower court. They are scheduled to hear oral arguments on June 2nd. It is almost a given that there will be an appeal no matter what the federal appeals court rules and the Supreme Court will likely take the case. However, even if the justices decide to hear a case, a ruling is unlikely before June of 2017. And for the many reasons we discussed during the news roundup, uh, the death of Justice Antonin Scalia could definitely throw a monkey wrench into that equation. But nonetheless, I should address what are the possible outcomes of this case. Well, first, the court will need to agree to hear this case from the appeal from the lower court. Although, as I mentioned, legal experts, including myself, are certain that this will happen. If and when the court does decide to hear the case, they will then have to issue a decision on the final rule, which will either unfreeze the hold and require states to go back to the drawing board and creating their plans, or it will overturn the rule entirely. Here are the possible outcomes. If the Supreme Court eventually rules in favor of the Environmental Protection Agency and unfreezes the hold and a Democrat is president, then the clean power plan will probably proceed as planned. However, even if they unfreeze the hold and they uphold the EPA's ability to make this rule, if a Republican is president, the Republican could say, eh, wait, 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 I'm in charge of the EPA now. I'm getting rid of this clean power plan. This was not my plan. This is not legislative. I don't have to listen to it. I don't care whether or not the Supreme Court uphold the rule. It doesn't matter. I'm getting rid of the clean power plan. Um, and because the reason the president would be able to do that is because the president, whoever the next president is, will have the authority over the EPA and over rulemaking. Now, what happens if the rule is eventually overturned? Well, if the rule is overturned, the EPA will have to and be required by law to still regulate carbon emissions, but the agency will have to go back to the drawing board, back to scratch, and they will have to rewrite an entirely new climate change rule, which will, of course, then be subject to new legal challenges. Of course, what that rule will look like and how strong that rule will be will depend on the priorities of the next president. So if I have not made it clear throughout this entire segment, I like Bernie. I don't care whether you like Bernie or whether you like Hillary. But if you don't go out there and vote for the Democrat in November, you are potentially going to imperil the clean power plan. You are going to potentially imperil the Supreme Court. And I cannot express to you how important it is that people who lean left go out and vote for the Democrat in November because there are so many different things that are riding on that 
outcome of the election. And on that note, thank you, Alyssa, for the quickie. We do have to say goodbye next Sunday. Stanley's turning 55. I mean, 30. So, you know, he's... Closer to death. I'm just kidding. You were saying about that, that, that dirty 30? Dirty. No, He'll be celebrating his 30. 30. So uh, Alyssa's out of town. Stanley's out of commission. I won't be around either, so that means we won't have it's a live gonna show. It's just going to be me <laughs> by myself in the studio. No, just, just Jackie kidding. and Beyonce. Beyonce. Jackie's going to show up and White's playing Beyonce to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All for two hours. Get I, ready. I wish. I, I totally wish. So, so that means, guys, we'll have another live show at the end of February, which will be the last Sunday of Black History Month. So look forward to that. We thank you guys for listening and tuning in. If you want to support us even more, subscribe to our iTunes uh, podcast at LYVBH Radio. You can also go on our website, LYVBH.com, where we have great editorials. Where I challenge Beyonce and Stanley also challenges Bernie Sanders' false revolution. Okay, These are the headlines on our website. You should go there right now, LYVBH.com. We'll see you next week. Plastic bag, drifting through.